government and the highest homicide rates in the nation. This is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. The foulest stenches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. This Pyro Podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. Trick or treat, John. Oh, boy. It's that time of year again. Yes. You know, there you go. Trick or treat. Originally, we had thought we were going to do this episode in Gary. Uh Uh-huh. And did you know Gary was, and that's why the Jefferson's theme. So I figured, and and plus I am like Make-A-Wish. You wanted to hear the Jefferson's, so I, I... do you know when the Jeffersons was on the air? Uh, God, it had to be early 70s. Yeah, 75 I think. to 85. Wow. 11 seasons, 11 253 seasons. episodes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I got a couple I had a couple funny stories that, you know, that I shared with you earlier. We're going to use them on the podcast, though. <laughs> we talked about last week and the whole Jefferson's things moving on up to the east side. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then um, and then we had Thriller and through because uh, Gary, Indiana is the birthplace of the Jacksons. Oh, the, and plus it's also Halloween. Now, well, we're, well, yeah, yeah, it was a perfect tie in. But alas, sadly, we're not in Gary because. No, you we, were busy. Yeah, we we're busy uh, moving stuff around. You we were busy and, yesterday, and, and we couldn't get there. Doing stuff in the warehouse, so it was just uh, been a little more uh, problem problematic, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah, that's difficult. A, that's a difficult word to say. Yeah, so I'm just going <laughs> to use difficult. And then, um, but I also want to point out why. What a difference a few years makes. You know, at one <clears> point <throat> we're doing a Halloween, um, you know, podcast from Hong Kong at Halloween. 
right? Uh, yes, yes. And now we're, you know, uh, back in Chicago. You know, it's 82 degrees today. It doesn't even feel like Halloween, um, you know. And uh, so, yeah, a difference a day makes here. So Well, yeah. Well, yeah, difference a couple of years makes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's gorgeous outside today, but I'm sure as we get closer to Halloween, it'll get... Uh, yeah, it'll it'll get it'll get nasty out. But we're, we have a good day here today. And, you know, uh, our previous episode with uh, the uh, CPSC thing that went over big. So the NFA stuff and all that. So it was kind of a, a serious podcast. So here, we, you know, we get to take the training wheels off a little and just, you know, rumble yes. around. So um, so let's do a pyro purge NFA recap. So um, NFA seemed to go good. Uh, you know, the CPSC things notwithstanding. Um you know, you use the NFA to obviously get some leads and things like that, but you also use it to make your trying to travel plans. And I know you're planning on going there. Are you, you're going to be there real soon. So what, uh, what, did you get all your trips planned? Yeah, you know, my, my whole trip is all planned and ready to go. I leave in a couple of days here and all my appointments are already done. And, uh, you know, I do a lot on WeChat, as we all know, at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's why I sleep so late, and I get up for breakfast at noon. But besides that, uh, yeah, I have everything done and, and ready to go. Uh, I have what I, I bring along with me is what I call my China file. So all my notes, all my you know ideas, everything is written down on a nightly basis and put in that file. So when I get there, it's uh, work, 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 which is... Um, you know what I love to do, so um, right. yeah, I'm ready to yeah. go. And yeah, the well, you, NFA is uh, you know not only good for you know it's good for the firework industry. We know obviously as we mm-hmm. point out all the stuff that's going on now, right? But also it's a great way for the Chinese to uh, mm-hmm. get new customers. A great way for me to maybe get some leads or show my face or talk to old existing customers. Right? Yeah. I mean, you, you and I think and, and uh, that brings me into my next topic. <clears throat> I think your. Um, your uh, your tenure and your experience being the MC, it went over well. And I think you, you I mean, I know you, you love, everyone wants to swim in your pond. You love the attention. And yes. that's going to solidify you as a stalwart in that and the NFA. And, you know, for... <laughs> For, for all the damage that Dino does to your reputation, you need to be above and beyond reproach just to get back to Eve. <laughs> it's am- it, no, it is amazing. You know, uh, you know that's why I'm like a, I'm like the the ball of yarn. You know, he keeps unraveling me, right. and, and you keep trying and, to put it back together. Well, as he unravels me, I'm like a yo-yo. I wind it back up. You know, yes. because if you just don't do nothing, he would unravel you to your, you know, right. to your basically on the needle. I mean, so yeah. yeah. When I left, there was there was a drag out battle. You know, you wanted Stephen Dino to stay Friday because you had to leave and. Steve, being a professional DJ, he could have certainly handled the duties, which he did well, they but, did but they job. didn't want to stay, and it was like, they're battling the boss, and yeah. the boss is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, one would think, although you know, I, I lose right. miserably well, most of the time, well, because I, I just, you I don't know, know, I just... I don't know if you lose miserably. Yeah, no, I never lose, but I, I sometimes I just opt to opt out, is what I would call uh, it. You, you, just, you just submit. But it was it was it was important to me to keep it in you know in our own family of you know company, uh-huh. and um, and like I pointed out, I would be no different than so many other people that I meet that say, hey, if you ever need a hand, let me know, and then when they do ask you, you come up with some reason why you can't, and uh, you know I have many friends and and colleagues as you do too mm-hmm. that when we ask them for something, they come up with a million excuses why they can't do it. But then they're the first to say when we right. don't need anything, hey, if you ever need a hand, I'm there for you. And it's like, right, right. really? Come on. You it's kind of like getting invited on people's boats. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you, you know, 
know. <laughs> Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, I love when people say, <laughs> if you're ever in a neighborhood, stop on, stop out on the boat. Well, a right. boat is in water, so it's not a neighborhood. <laughs> it's a lake. <laughs> yeah. And I'm never in the neighborhood of a lake because I, if you're you ever know, in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I'm ever in a neighborhood, stop by a lake. Oh, okay. You know that tells me a lot. Just as long as it's not Grass Lake, because you'll never find your way. Never back. find we your way. We can walk out. back home. But we did. So, anyways, but uh, so yeah, the uh, the whole NFA thing really went well and like sam ready for china that's all a good thing and um i just want to point out also uh, you know which was my other story with the moving on up you know with the jeffersons okay um wow we were at a a, a gala event a couple of weeks ago at oh, the, oh me and you me and you oh we were at the at, customer appreciation event yeah downtown yes, chicago at, at the famous and uh you know uh is it really Famous. Oh, it's, oh my it? God, Ron is famous. So I, I have a little, I have a little story like that. I'm sure you're going to appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes. You know, uh, and we talked about it briefly, but we'll might as well let the air, on-air listeners listen to it. You know, I, I just remember talking about how we decided we need a better class of friends. Yes, we <laughs> we decided we need a better class of friends. So we get invited to the 12 South Michigan, the Athletic Club Men's Athletic Club, downtown right? Chicago. Downtown Chicago. Been there for many, many years. I'm talking about right. all prominent. Chicago businessmen for the last, you know, 50, 75 years have right. been going there. So this is a very oh. big event. Oh, yeah. I know where this story is. So, um, so, you know, in my former life um, as a uh, newspaper uh, route driver, uh-huh. um, I had the privilege of, um, of delivering newspapers to the Chicago Athletic Men's Association there. And uh, so, you know, this is about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I would walk in and uh, I would be stopped by a, uh, a rather, uh, a rather nice looking large black man wearing a beautiful one mm-hmm. of like tux, you know, like black suits, you know, real right. security guard looking, you know. And um, he was, yeah, he was in charge. He was in charge. <laughs> and it's like four o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, this is the head of the security guy here sitting there, you know. And I had, um, you know, just out of my curiosity, I've asked him several questions over several weeks of delivering newspapers every day, getting a little more friendlier with them and, you know, trying to break through the ironclad suit that he wore, basically. So, um, so, you know, eventually I was, you know, not knowing anything about this club, I tried to pry my way into it as far as, hey, you know, what kind of people are go here? Does it have a health club? Is it a pool? Right. You were, you what know, is it? You just inquisitive. Just, you were, yeah, you were just. A, but you're talking about being in a famous place I've only heard about. So now I'm actually curious, in the. Now I'm in the. I, paper boy, yeah, I'm were, actually yeah. in the corridor now of the famous men's athletic club right and i'm talking with the you know mm-hmm. head of security at four o'clock in the morning which is probably just like the guy that's put on night shift but right, anyways right, right, right. he took it very important so <laughs> uh, over you know the first few weeks i've got to know him a little better and, and stuff so i would constantly ask him you know questions about the club and he was um very evasive he's like no 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 there's no pool here this is a men's club you know he was very very, mm-hmm. yeah. very down to earth guy telling me that no, I'm not telling you anything about the club. Hey, so he was, he was like a steel trap. He wouldn't uh, give you anything. Wouldn't give me nothing. No. I couldn't bust open all my, you know, all my, my way of friendly no. innuendo. Your charms weren't nothing. working. Charms with, weren't working no. with this guy, you know. And so and you, finally, you do have a considerable amount of charm. I do. It, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm almost at a 99. percent I, yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're so, pushing maximum density yeah so what i did was i finally says hey could you know it's four o'clock in the morning you're not really doing nothing could you just give me a tour 
of the Chicago Athletic went, Club. And, oh, my God, it was like I asked him to give up his firstborn, which it probably would have been easier to get that. But he said no. He said you know, and in, in kind of a, you know, kind of a voice. He's like, no, this is a private club. You're not coming in here. You, you know, know what you should have said to him? And as one gentleman to another, I just want to say, I really hope you can get Lou Gehrig's. Yeah. <laughs> had you known that had, saying. Had I known that saying back then. <laughs> so anyways, um, so, you know, sh- long story short, obviously, mm-hmm. um, I was not allowed into the Chicago Athletic club so uh and i walked out and just got back in my truck and drove away and delivered to the next people and just kept going thinking but to always, yourself someday i'm gonna get there someday so when uh we had got the invite uh to go to this uh event. you know event uh-huh. uh at the you at know this club that you were scoring you were uh, you weren't you weren't allowed yeah so you know and i felt very i felt very proud to mm-hmm. be there, I was like, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, the the um, you know the large black man, he he kept me down, he kept me from going in there. But and now but you were able to. Now go. I was invited in, you know, and I, I looked, I actually looked for him because I thought maybe <laughs> yeah. I could say, hey, remember me? There. Yeah, you, I was the guy you wouldn't let in, but remember now look at here. This is what I got to say. I really hope can get a yeah, disease. you should have just told him that right there. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, so I was, it was, I was so happy to be invited. That's why I wouldn't miss it for nothing. But like and I say. Event. Yeah, the man kept me down, and I just I, I wanted to say, look, look at me now, you know. So I really felt good about that. Yeah, you know the old saying, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice. practice. Yeah, this was kind. Of, how do you get to the Chicago Athletic Club? Money. Yeah, yeah money. Really, just yeah, keep yeah. pushing your although, way in. Although the, the, the even the the extra special thing about that event was yeah, obviously me and you were there, so that was nice uh, being together. And usually. Unless it's this podcast or something, I mean, we do see a lot of each other, but you yeah. know, we don't really hang out socially. No. You have your your things to do. I have my things to do. I have a kid and all that yeah. other stuff. So that, you know, uh, this, this podcast keeps us together a lot, but, um, you know, it, that was nice. And it was nice that we didn't have to pay for it. No, it was uh, very nice. So, yeah, yeah, I was, was nice just, uh, it didn't cost us a dime. Yeah. Very happy to be there. So that was, uh, that was good. I was glad that I was able to break through all, right. all the, uh, politics and get into although, the athletic. Although club. we we get to the, we get to the parking garage and we go to pay for the parking garage. And of course the machine didn't take cash. So yeah, <laughs> you're like, Oh, I only got cash, Ron. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. There are oh, there trick more trick or treaters. Yeah. You got to pay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Speaking of that, I hope you got candy in this house for these uh, You know what? I got, I got pretzels. Uh, go little on, bags yeah, of pretzels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, we'll... kids today, they'll probably they'll have a protest out there. Right. <laughs> no and chocolate. You're, so... You know, they'll be protesting. When when we when we last met, yeah, they'll be out there protesting. I don't mm-hmm. have any chocolate. I, yeah. Yeah, I'll give them. I don't put it past this young generation. Yeah, I, got some, I don't put it past I got them. some pyro. I give, them, I give them a Fireworks Brigade t-shirt. They might like that. Yeah. Oh, Apparently, we are like, we are like number one Fireworks podcast in uh, western michigan oh yeah <clears throat> my yeah. son my son said i i gave a couple of shirts to my son he said our his buddies they all subscribe to our youtube channel nice and uh and they really you know they they like our, our goofy but i think half of them are just getting high watching you know it's well, that, yeah, yeah it's kind of like that 70s show um <laughs> what i was amazed at i was sitting outside um in wichita kansas out on the yeah. phone yeah, that's right. and uh you know, here comes uh, two younger guys walking right past me as I'm on the phone, and I just happen to, you know, notice them and nod my head, hello. And here I took a closer look, and the guy is wearing a Fireworks Brigade T-shirt from last year. So yeah. there's a guy that um, mm-hmm. 
then I hope he came and got a good uh, a new one a this new year. One, yeah. yeah, because uh, so I was like, hey, you know, that, uh-huh. that, that's me. You know, there obviously you he <laughs> thought I was just some weirdo talking to someone on the phone saying that's me. I don't think he really understood that I was telling, yeah, telling yeah, him. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, yeah. Tell him to go to our YouTube yeah. channel. Subscribe. Yeah. So uh, anyways, yeah. that was good to see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Wichita, you know, a great city. I ventured out quite a bit on my own. And, you know, without having the afterglow, I was a little lost. I will admit. You yeah. Know, if they do that next year, we're just going to have to do the podcast in the afternoon. Yeah. The lunch. afterglow is a place where we all meet after the after the fireworks show and we all sit <laughs> around and we could uh, eat and drink if you want and have, uh, you know, I'm coke and water. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Branson. So without having that afterglow at night, they decided to do something different this year. They had a uh, like a luncheon in the afternoon, but this wasn't the same as especially me because I'm a night person. Well, I know, but you know the you know, and I was thinking about it more after you know we missed the opportunity. We should have done it in the afternoon, but we were so used to doing it at night, and especially the one night after your demo, we wanted to do it because yeah. you know we wouldn't have been able to talk about your demo. Uh, because you know the, we would have done the recorded the podcast in the afternoon, uh, but I think next year moving forward, if we do choose to, you know, obviously I'm going to be in Branson, you know, God willing, and we're both still alive yeah. and doing this, we'll, we'll be in Branson. But we we almost have to do it in the afternoon. But the good thing, oh man, I hear at the table. But the good thing about doing it in the afternoon will be that you know you and I then we can go out at night. Yes, that's because, what I'm looking forward yeah, to. Because I know you, you told me the one night that you know you wanted to go get something to eat and they, Dino and Steve said no, but they ended up with a sack of burgers. A sack of burgers. <laughs> I, I, You know, they're like, no, no, I'm hungry. I don't want nothing to eat. You know, <clears> take me back to the hotel room. And then I said, well, I'm going to stop well, for a chocolate milkshake yeah. if you guys don't mind. Since I'm the driver, I could do that. And then, uh, <laughs> which comes with having a license. You have a license, you should have a milkshake. You know, it just kind of goes hand in hand. You know? Yeah, you're, 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 you're. So you're, then as I, I, you know, I made my last offer if they would like anything. And on the menu, there's called a sack of burgers. So not only did they get one sack of burgers, they got a sack of burgers each. Oh, really? One each. Uh. So here's Dino eating a sack of burgers. Here's Steve eating a sack of burgers. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because they went from wanting nothing to like $35 in they, sacks of burgers. They, they just didn't want to hang out with you at night time. No, no. no. So no. I, I would, You and I went out that first night. We yeah. had a good time. I wanted I, so, to go back to that. Yeah, I dropped them off and uh i went out to uh old town in wichita i had a great time met a, a great guy uh steven who i still keep in contact with today Very good. and uh talked to a few other people and uh bartenders were great and uh you know got along good and i even mm-hmm. played that um i don't know what you call that game where you drop the slots down and kind of like a tic-tac-toe but a giant tic-tac-toe yeah like connect four yeah connect four Mm -hmm. outdoor game that they had which was kind of fun and it's a rooftop the only the only rooftop in wichita kansas Mm -hmm. so um you know i'm two for two with these rooftops that's for sure there you go there you go so and one of the things uh, one of the one of the highlights of the nfa this year was your demo yes the star fireworks demo and that on the 11th, um, it was September 11th, 2008. Take out, go to your little packet. I oh, feel like yes. we're in church. Go to your hymnal. Yeah. <laughs> go to this page, NFA demo. And what we were doing is we were uh, we were kind of doing a master class on how to do a demo. And then Dino and everybody showed up in the show. Uh, and then uh, Peter came and the girl came and we did the greeting cards. The greeting cards are now on YouTube channel. Oh, anybody my God. Wants to go, anybody wants to go see our greeting cards, go go on to our YouTube channel. Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would be a great help to us. But so one of the things that we did was um, you did a demo and we, we filmed it. I filmed it. So um, so have you ever, do you ever, you, you probably don't. I know the answer to this question. 
uh, you know, if you buy a movie, uh, you rent. I don't rent them. If you buy them and you get like the uh, director's uh, director's commentary track, you ever watched some of that where you can watch literally watch the whole movie and the director will talk about it and you know it's called. You just sit there and watch the movie, and you'll have a guy telling you about, oh, what was going on during this scene, or that guy, you know, threw up ten seconds before. It's it's called a commentary track. Yeah, no, the only thing I do watch uh, is at the end of the film when they do kind of that recap and are all laughing like Dom DeLuise. Oh, you're talking Burt about Reynolds. the outtakes. outtakes yeah, the yeah. outtakes. Yeah, yeah those yeah, yeah, yeah. are uh, so, quite funny to me. But so, that commentary, nah. Nah, no, 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 it's not your style. It's <laughs> yeah. my style. So, and, yeah. and you know, and Ryan, Ryan, the movie, uh, Ryan, the non-pedestrian, he, he oh, likes yeah. commentary tracks. So, well, sure. Well, what I did was I put together, and this will be on YouTube. So we'll call this. So we're about to do the director's cut. The companion piece, so to speak, of the Star Fireworks demo. Okay. It was about 11 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anybody who wants to go to our YouTube channel, and we'll tell you when to hit play, and then you can play this podcast and you can listen to us comment about the about the, um, about the uh, NFA demo, and we can rate it. So, and I figure for master class, we need to do, we need to be held accountable. So okay. do you think we should do like a grade scale, like A, B, C, D, or do you think we should do like a one to, f- one to five? I think we should do numbers and we can add it up, and then we'll know which ones are better all along. That might be, I think a number thing would be better. number thing would yeah. be good. So, all right, so without any further ado, everybody start their, uh, start their, their, uh, their YouTube channels, and, and I did, I did a little, you know, me, it, it, watching, uh, watching this again over and over again got to be a little boring, although it was Starfire, so it was good. So I did a little pop-up. Did you ever watch pop-up videos when you were a kid and they would pop up a little bubble and give you like a, like a little funny oh, thing? Oh, yeah, like, I like the little so, funny pop-up. Yeah, so we did, a, we did, this is the NFA demo, 2018 Starfireworks NFA demo, and this is what I call pop-up style. So you and I are going to watch. It's about 12 minutes long, and we could talk about it as we're watching it. We got. Okay. You like the big TV we got going here? I, man, that's a beautiful TV. I, so, and there's our, our usual Pyro someday. Podcast logo. I love that logo. I love that logo, yeah. So here we go. I love that logo there. Look at that. Star fireworks. Yeah. In September of 2018, a group of Pyros gathered in a park near Wichita, Kansas, to shoot a demo at the National Fireworks Association annual convention. Welcome to the demo, Star Fireworks 9-11-2018 pop-up style. So and there's our... our uh, our tin sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go, and I got the little guy. Got the little uh, picture in picture. Got Steve up there. Steve Littlefield as your host. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and any, you can make any comments. We can change this. You want me to add something or whatever? You know, a funny pop up. Yeah. So Mauna Loa. So this this part of the demo was your. Uh, yeah, fountain. Fountain. You, you missed yeah. uh, Waikiki lights is going off on the left, and then I think he lit Mauna Loa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and right there, only two words more boring than fireworks fountain: gluten free. Gluten free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what? You almost got to do it, right? Well, if, I got to do a couple of fountains because there are people who buy fountains who really like fountains, you know, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, so um, Steve's out of the picture up on top there. I don't know what happened to him. He's here. He is. Yeah, he likes to stand up and do it. I, I was. I stood at the table. I did all the announcing this year, and I stood. I, I just can't sit down and announce. It's like I can't sit down and drive a boat. Right. So I stood up at the table and then did right. my announcing. But Steve right. liked to walk over to the other side. Yeah. And any and, uh, any uh, insight you can give. Yeah. And that's Howard Fry. He's checking time. Uh, he has a reservation at Herpes Pizza, voted Wichita's best smelling pie 2016. Nice. There you go. <laughs> so sure Howard, Howard Fry, loves that. Howard was your helper. There's Howard a- was the the Howard was like my director. Like you're my director here. Yeah. Howard was my director at the NFA. Yeah. All right. And, so, um, right. Now we can hear Steve better. 
The closer. The closer, okay. 20 shots, plaque 12-1. I did a pretty good job. This looks professional, doesn't it? It looks very, very good. I, you know, I'm amazed at all you do for so little. <laughs> for <laughs> literally nothing. Johnny Starr's in the house. He hasn't had a carb since 08. There yeah, you are. I, I'm telling you about that, yeah. There you are. Yeah, look where's, at that. Where's Dino? Now you're going to like this. Where's Dino? Now watch this. Let's see where's Dino. <laughs> bag of burgers. There you go. There's right there. Dino's bag of burgers. Five junior burgers for five ninety-five. Five fifty-five. Fireworks brigade. And you shot one of these off. Huh? It's yes. awesome. That was very good. It went good. Fireworks brigade is the second best firework name ever. Best is master of rockets. Of course. Of course. And I even voted by one person. But, well, yeah. And I even throw a little master of rockets in the background. Oh, there just to, yeah, that looks cool. Boy, that is really sharp. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, I wish we can show the master rock. Yeah. yeah. That's then that, that's our, our pyro pocket. It looks like a little hair coming up around the bottom of the rock. It's a grass. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just noticed that. Repeat offender, look at my comment on this. Pack 12 one, 10 shots. Repeat offender. Coincidentally, this is also low Fargo law enforcement's <laughs> nickname for Dino. Dino. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now did anything Steve Devil's Lake. Did anything malfunction or misfire? You were pretty much happy with everything, right? Yep. Everything worked out. Vitamin T has a boat. Oh, it may be on Devil's Lake. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't know. How do you like the pop-up? It's making us more interesting, like, doesn't it? Yeah. I like the pop-ups, yeah. So Devil's Lake, I don't do we sell many of those? Is this one of the lake cakes? This is one Obviously. of the lake cakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So height was good. Yep. Burn pit. I like burn pit. Steve's from Fargo. He thought traveling to Wichita required a passport. <laughs> well, he certainly doesn't have uh, much other identification. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. There's one that shot off that was pretty, pretty had a nice, hefty mm -hmm. bang to it. I forgot which one it was. What? Yeah, we try to keep our big banging ones away from the NFA. Just, you know. 30 shots, hot run hot heaven, heaven. packed 4-1. This one's a little quicker. Yeah. Hot Rod Heaven was named after my ex-wife. Demented Hellion was already taken. Yeah. <laughs> any any pop-ups you want to throw in here, let me I, know. I, I, I can't even compete with the pop-ups. You can. No, I need more time. Yeah, you need more time. Any You want to text me, any of them, let me know. Yeah. So this one's a good one. I, I don't remember selling this one either. Is this a new one? No. Uh, Hot Rod Heaven is this? Or which one is this one? Hot Rod Heaven. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, now that one should be lawyers, banks, and money. <laughs> well, you know, lawyers, guns, and money. So here, I'm hiding in Honduras. I'm a desperate man. Send lawyers, guns, and money. The sh has hit the fan. You know, that's a song, right? That's a Warren Zevon song. That's where that comes from. Lawyers, guns, and money. Yeah, no, it's a great song. Is it really? Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lyric from that song. This oh. is a good cake. Yeah. No, it's a really nice. Cake. Steve was a little premature there. He started yeah. talking. Yep. Yeah. Little Saigon is a good one. Yeah, I love the little. I wish we could have had a picture to label on all these. I could put them on, but that's all. Steve's a full-time pyro at Star Fireworks. He's also a pro wedding DJ. Yes, that's why he does such a good. It's so natural for him. That's why I had him. Um, according to WeddingWire.com, the average cost of wedding DJ is a thousand. And Fargo, you run a bushel of beets and a fifth of jack. <laughs> Great. <laughs> any of these are too mean. I could take them off. No, no, I think they're lovely. I don't think anything's too mean. I don't know. Extensive. Should we get the my doorbell? Body. No. Lake of the Woods. Where's Louie has owned a boat for over a decade. We're invited once. Yes. 
I got some. And rope. I, got, I little, got some rope for him in my uh, car. I know. We gotta give it to him. Yeah. If he likes it, I'll give him more. Alien invasion. Packed four one. Now, was there any rhyme or reason to why you picked certain ones like alien invasion? Why'd you pick that? Yeah, just. You know, just picked them at random. Were they you just know? what you had left? What, whatever was yeah, wasn't moving? popular. Yeah, once again, you know, these are all stock items. Mm. Nothing's uh, crazy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know. You got your phone right on your crotch there. So I said, John's phone is obviously set to vibrate. Doesn't he realize he puts that thing on his face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like great, standing yeah. with the phone right next to your crotch. Yeah, well, I can hear it that way. Oh, you can feel I mean, it. I can feel it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even tell the phone, stand back. Don't tell him how big it's going to get. <laughs> Packed 4-1, one, one night one stand. Night stand yeah. This is a good one. Yeah, I like one night stand. Howard's trying to find who's running the fifth tomorrow at Maywood. He's looking through a book. Steve's hoping he can get to sleep before Dino starts snoring, and Johnny's dreaming of Cabo. Exactly. Yeah. You don't realize the, the how hard it is to line this up with one camera on you guys. And one oh, camera on I, I, I believe me. It's a pain. I believe you. <laughs> and believe me, I believe you. Call of Duty, nine yeah. shots. I experience a Call of Duty every day before after my first cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> call of Duty. <laughs> oh. Is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> That's what I'm calling the Call of Duty. So, and and this gives people a little behind the scenes. Yeah. Look, and there you like brushing off uh, Howard's sheet, like he can't do it himself. Yeah, you know, well, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a sidekick. That's you what are. they call me. And I think I might have been a little too mean to Dino here coming up in the end. So. Oh boy, yeah. again? Yeah, kind of. It's so easy though for you. Yeah, well, you, you don't like actually hold it back either. No, well, I do because you know I have to pay him. <laughs> Steve's shirt is untucked. He pooped his pants when Dino requested club soda with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> I have to adjust the camera because we weren't getting everything. There you go. So why'd you scratch heads or tails? I thought it was a little bit too over the top for the NFA people. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, I like to give them just, you know. Did basis. you bring a couple extra? Is it like a horse race? You scratch the horse, you put another one in? Scratch the horse, put another one in. And I put your little thing oh, down there. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starfireworks.com. Give people know where they can go buy some of these, all these products, really. Yeah. This one sounded good. All yeah. shells possible. Yeah, it's a nine shot rack, so of course it's going to be bigger. Right. <clears throat> Someone put a mirror under Howard's Howard nose, and he may not be breathing. Yeah. He's just sitting there, not moving. Yeah. A lot of times he falls asleep. Does he? Yeah, I had to keep him up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a whirlwind of activity no, behind no. the scenes at the NFA. Pack two one nine shots. This is a nine shot rack as well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one is loud. Yeah. Yeah. This has got good. Yeah, good height. Good Wait, sound. That one I didn't. You know that one. Uh, CEO of Memory Fireworks has pajamas in his logo. <laughs> Johnny Starr, the most interesting man in fireworks. Yeah. See that didn't. Those two two shots in there weren't, weren't good. They weren't good? Yeah, they didn't break symmetric. All right. 
And that is what could very well happen when you don't have metals in your fireworks. Ah. Just like that one, nice symmetric. Symmetric, yeah, yeah. So that's really how it's going to affect it. Yeah, so now if you go back, what you saw, like all shells possible, John Deere is also untucked and hides his wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which houses is like numerous speeding tickets. No. (laughs) No cash, just speeding tickets. Yeah, just speeding tickets. See go. that? Real nice yeah, that was symmetric. a nice break. Yeah. Yeah, see that? Nice hang time. Then you scratch double trouble. That one too much for NFA too? Too much for NFA. You never ah. know who's at NFA, you know? So you just keep it out. Especially with all this stuff going on with metals and all this other stuff. Oh, Howard. This is a nice cake. Yeah. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) I even got some little paws in there. Nice. Thank you for tuning into our channel. Please subscribe and listen to Fireworks Brigade. A pyro podcast at fireworksbrigade.com or on Spotify, Android, or iTunes. Wow, we're on everything. Yes. Good evening, NFA. Starfire is located right off I-29 at the Wild Rice. That's a professional looking spot right there. Yeah, that's. Starfire. All right, let's let's get down then. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's just okay. rate the demo. All right. Uh, overall, I mean, it, this is a little weird because it's not just one thing. But overall, if you oh, there we go, comment, subscribe, like. If you had to go through, you know, uh, height uh, overall, what would you give one to five? Overall, I, I'd say height was about a four. It was a four. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know what? I'll give it a... Are we going halves? We'll go halves? Three and a half. I'll go three I'll and a half. Three and a half, yeah. All right. Color. Well, how was the color on all yours? Um, I thought all the color was good. Yeah, I'd say I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go four on the color. You're going to go four. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go four as well. Breaks. Now, you said the one you had a problem yeah. with, so do you jink it down a little bit? Are you like the Russian judge? Are you well, gonna... I mean, if you're doing all the cakes, I mean, you know, if I was uh-huh. rating that one, I'd say, no, that's a, a down to one. But doing them all, I'd say all across the board for what we shot being, you know, 200 grams and 500 grams and keeping it as uh, not tech samples, I'd say we're, I, th- I think the breaks were about a three for me. I think they did all good. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go the same. The breaks would have been better if you had a Master Rockets in there. I would have brought it up to a five. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. If you, you know, if, <laughs> I, if I brought a lot of tech samples like these other companies did, well, then that's cheating. So I don't like to cheat, and I'd rather have the customers get what they saw, you know? Right. Well, right. And that's that's um, the big thing is sometimes there's these uh, these tech samples that they bring in, and it's not really... Yeah. It's not really uh, indigenous to indigenous. I don't even know if that's the right word, but it's not really what you're going to see. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I go a three as well. So uh, noise. What do you go noise? Uh, noise. I'm going to go. A, I'm going to go a three. Yeah. I mean, it's average, you know. Yeah. And because because of the restraints of the NFA and stuff, I think a three is a nice, respectable number. So we yeah. both go three. So the pace of the demo, pace of it, it was overall, it was, it was a good pace. It was a little 12 was, minutes. It was good, yeah. actually. You you had you left eight minutes on the table. Uh, five. 
Five uh, minutes no, on the table? Uh, three, we're allowed 15 minutes. Oh, so you'll yeah. have three minutes on the table. So what are you going to yeah. pace? Uh, I'd say pace is right on track. That uh, I think we could have went maybe a little slower, give people a little more time to write. When I was doing the announcing, I was trying to go a little slow to let people uh, write down because I'm used to being in the audience. But I also had Howard Fry saying, we got to go faster. we got to go faster on some of the demos. <laughs> so uh -huh. Steve could have slowed ours down because we did leave three minutes on the table. So I'm going to say pace. I'll go number four on pace. No, I'm going to go three. So okay. label we can't really do because yeah. there's no yeah. no label per se. So you had a total of what? You add yours up. I have 18. I got 16 and a half. Okay. And you had 18? Yes. All right. So this this will be... This will go up on our YouTube channel. Not bad, not mm -hmm. bad. And maybe we'll have, uh, we'll we'll keep this for posterity's sake, and then we'll other demos down the road. We can uh, do a master class on those. You want to, um, you want to do uh, one more master class? We'll do a master class on. Yes. Let's do a master class, John, on loose cannon. What okay. do you say? Okay. Yeah, I like loose cannon. So. It's time for another episode of Fireworks Brigade Masterclass. Use this one here. Yep. Right here. No, that's. You know what? This one I left in the packet because at the bottom it describes what it is. Oh, I got you. But this one is for writing. So, oh, okay. So loose cannon. Um, you know what? I've always loved. I probably shouldn't love this label. It might be, uh, you know, culturally and cultural, cultural. So what do you think that? What do you think that? What? Um, what do I think? So there's a gentleman, a bucktooth gentleman, holding a bomb with a lighter in his, a bomb in his left hand. He's got like a like a, a Sergeant Pepper's army peacoat mm -hmm. type thing, right? And then in his in his right hand he's got a flame, mm -hmm. and his left hand he's got a bomb. So what ethnicity? Uh, is he Asian? Ethnicity? He's ethnicity. Asian? Yes. Is he, he almost looks like he almost looks like um, Jerry Lewis, the Nutty Professor. Um, my American Indian friends vote hands down. He's American Indian. Really? And I guess I could see it with the dark black hair. Yeah. And the cheekbones, and yeah, he's got an earring. Was he? What is that? Is that a, what's on his head? Uh, is it a hat on his head? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like a big red hat. And I love the colors. Yeah. What the hell is? Oh, I love the colors in this thing. I love the colors in the um, in the thing. It looks good. Yeah. It's a nine shot rack, and it's a wise guy brand. Um, it's a wise guy brand nine shot rack. So I, I love the label. I, I like. Is it? Is he like in the? In the um, in the mountains. Yeah, looks like okay. he's in the mountains. He's in the mountains. So it's a nine shot rack. So let's let's uh, let's take a look. Oh. I don't know why it's what what that popped up. Hold on. There we go. It's off. That's a big breaking. Yeah, big breaking nine shots, super height. So let's. I uh, want to play that one again since uh, we can get from the beginning here. All right, let's go again. So this okay. has got. Look at that. See how symmetric. Boom. Yeah, that's that's nice. So this has got red and wave, red wave, green wave. What's wave? Silver wave with a three-shot brocade crown finish. What's wave? Like yeah, just where it fades away. Oh okay. That's yeah. That's that's a nice firework. Yeah. Okay. Very much like professional shells going off. And that's what we Yeah, it's loud, too. Yeah. It's loud. 
It's loud. Okay, well that that's a good one. It's about thirty seconds long. Mm-hmm. It's about thirty seconds long. So let's let's do the master class in this one. Let's rate this one. So as far as it goes, height on this one. What do you think? Is five the best? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go five because that's about as high as you can get them. No, yeah, I'm gonna go four. If we go five, well, there's nothing left to do. What's color? Know. What about color on this one? Color, I'd say four. You're gonna say a four. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. You know, I like the color a lot. Again, on TV, it's hard yeah, to it's tell. Hard to tell. It's hard to tell. So I'm going to go with your gut instinct here, and yeah. I'm going to go for brakes. The brakes were nice on this oh, one. I'd say all perfect. Yeah, brakes. I can't see the brakes getting any better, so yeah. I would give it a five. Noise, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, it's got that foomph when it goes up, and yeah. it's got the big brakes. So I'm going five on I'm going to go four and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go four on noise because, it's not, of course, it's not flash broken, so it's not going to be loud, loud. But What's flash broken? You know, when it's just like a white flash and boom, oh, you know, okay. which is what – the NFA and nobody right. likes. Okay. Pace. So the pace on this one, usually, you know, a nice Iraq is usually going to be about 30 seconds. So I think the pace was right on. What about you? I think the pace is right on. It depends on two different things. Like when we shoot uh, wedding shows, I don't want a finale. So I'll mm-hmm. do nine shot racks that don't have a finale. This one has a finale ending with two going off. Right. Some have a finale ending with three going off, but I think that is too much. So, um, you know, I'm going to say the pace for me is about a four. And um, because it, it could have been a lot faster with a three right. break finale. So right. I designed this to have two break. Uh, and if I do shoot a wedding show, I don't want any finales. I just want I'll do my own start one up and do the other one when one's about to go off. So, okay. yeah. So what are you going to give it in pace? I'm then? giving it a four. You give it a four? Yeah, I think I'll give it a four too. Now, label. I, I mean, I really like this label. So the label, the theme of the label, everything. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a five. That's one of my favorites. What about yeah, you? I'm gonna give it a five too. I designed right. it. <laughs> <laughs> you designed that label? Yeah. All right. What's your score? Eight, thirteen, twenty-seven and a half, twenty-six and a half. Oh, I outbid you already. You outbid me. See, that's one of the reasons why I let Steve do the announcing for my own products, even though I did the announcing for so many other people's products. I didn't want to be biased and go, hey, that was a great one. Wow. Right, right, yeah, so, right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't want but here I can be biased. So, 27. There you go. There you go. And I got 26 and a half. All right. Well, that's an episode of Masterclass. Um, we'll do a little uh, We'll do a little fireworks news like we always do. Um, you want to go to your, your little packet here? Um... Do we got time? Yeah, we got time. We yeah, gotta got to go a little no- news. Uh, warning is issued as youths are seen using fireworks as Halloween approaches. Oh, yeah, maybe we should like put on some. There we go. We put on some scary music. Speaking of that, I'm gonna go see that Halloween movie when it comes out. I'm going with Kristen Ryan because it's this, how you. Oh, it's the same. Oh, that reminds me. You have to call our friend Burke. But uh, that's the same. It opens the same night as the Pinball Expo, so me and Chris and Ryan are going to the Pinball yeah, Expo. Yeah. Now, you know, I wanted to cancel this podcast today because uh, Burke offered to fly me into Cleveland, have uh, my good old friend Vinny pick me up, take me to a very, very nice dinner, and then even welcome to drive me back to the hotel in the morning, back to the uh, airport in the morning to let me fly home. But I fly had private? to, uh, no, you know, on commercial airlines, oh, but he okay. was going to pick up the tab for everything, which is very nice of him. But cause we did want to get some stuff done for the PGI, but, uh, we decided to go ahead with the interview with the CPSC. I thought that was more important. Yeah. And so we kept the podcast on mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to recap with Rob when I get back from China and we'll send the labels that we need after we recap. So, right. but anyways, right. uh, it would have been nice to see good old Rob Burke. Yeah, well, man, we appreciate you coming out here for this. And Rob Burke, for anyone who's listening, is probably has one of the best pyro 
uh, firecracker collections of all time, uh, firecrackers and even uh, some of General Pyro as well. Some of the single shots out of New Jersey and some of the oldest labels, Anchor Brand and all kinds of different labels. So you can always contact Rob Burke uh, at Burke Industries in, in uh, Warren, Ohio. There you go. All right, so this is in England. Um, Garden Brush was set a light on fire Friday night near Bolgali Road, and youths are believed to have been using fireworks in the playground uh, in Bally Waltram on Friday afternoon. Bray Fire Service has tackled a series of outdoor fires at Deer Park and Old Court during the past week. The fire service has warned business owners that they are responsible for preventing the misuse of their materials. It has also warned anyone considering lighting on bonfires that they are legal unsafe and leave unsightly marks so um is that they can hold you accountable if you sell somebody a firework and they do something bad with it would they hold you accountable no they could never prove it came from me number one wouldn't hold up in court of law number two and the only thing that i see with all the smoke the water and all that stuff the only thing that my little brain picks up out of this whole article is go bingo Fireworks are being lit at Halloween. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> there you go. We got to start. We have a Halloween. Uh, a Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Fact, I'm going to promote that. I, we, we have the we pumpkin a, fountain. Yeah. We have the pumpkin fountain for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So, Do they, they don't make green sparklers. Do they have? Yeah. Neon green sparklers. Yeah. Neon yeah, green yeah, sparklers. Yeah. And I also have the pumpkin shape and pumpkin written mm-hmm. uh, sky lanterns. There you go. All right, another one. This is from BBC.com, and this is one of those. We'll we'll, we'll st- stack it up to the uh, or the um, the headline, and it talks about a lot of other things. But then they throw fireworks in there. And this is in Northern Ireland. Police attacked with fireworks, masonry, and trees. Wouldn't you think attacking somebody with masonry and trees is more dangerous than someone with fireworks? Uh, so fireworks, masonry, and trees were thrown at police vehicles in North Belfast. Now, what's Belfast? It's Irish people. Yeah. On Tuesday night, the police service of Northern Ireland condemned the attacks and said the local community deserves better. Police were responding to an emergency call when officers came under attack in the new lodge. Roads were barricaded with industrial bins, which were set alight, and a number of police vehicles were damaged. One is off the road waiting repair. Okay, so here's what my little brain picks up here again. Okay, you got this... You got this I'm just picturing you got this big box of ammo. Okay? Right, right. You got a tree limb. You got, you got, you got cinder blocks, and they got some fireworks. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm picking up the fireworks. Tree limbs are pretty heavy. Right. The last time I threw a cinder block, I threw my back out. <laughs> and and yeah. I'm talking cinder block. Okay, maybe they might have had some bricks in there. Okay, maybe yeah. a little bit lighter for the average male. But I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I had my choice, I'm picking up the M80. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It weighs 4.7 ounces, and I'm going to have some fun with it. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah that, and that's what I was saying. You know, you, I wouldn't want to get hit with masonry with bricks or, or trees, yeah. but... Fireworks, I think yeah, you can, yeah. you know, I'll dodge as long as it doesn't hit you in the face. Yeah, you so. throw a firecracker at me and I'll, and I'll laugh at you. But throw a tree limb at me, I mean, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a growl here for you, John. Here, doorbell again. Oh, boy, these, these, I'll tell you, this is an area for trick-or-treaters here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there you go. They sound a lot like South Park. Yeah, they do but, sound like that. Yeah. And, and you are leaving for China soon, so... And well, let's take a little break. But going into the break, so I'm going to give you a choice. So we've done all these these uh parody songs this is actually the anniversary of our first parody song which was Rockstar pyro wow a year is, already a year already and we were like 12 songs in and i got more in my head so oh but my God. anyway 
So I'm going to let you pick, and then we'll play this, and then we'll come back, and we'll follow it up with some North Dakota news, some goofy news, and then we'll end this one. Yeah, so, I got some good, some good uh, things for you with this uh, NorthAkota stuff. So, oh, yeah. okay. So what uh, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Rockstar Pyro, which started it all off, or do you want to hear, you know, because you are leaving, Johnny's on a vacation far away, you want to hear your show or Rockstar Pyro? Which one? You, I you want to hear Rockstar Pyro. You want to hear Rockstar Pyro. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go to Rockstar Pyro. We'll come back, and we'll finish this up. All right. Standing on the road With a few of the sight Tried to get a look It was a fireworks night Heard the bang of the charge Saw the flash in the sky Stood up tall on his toes To get away up high Heard one report Just blew him away He saw birds in the sky
love this song because it really tells my story. Now, um, you know, and they wrote a very nice, a uh, friend of mine wrote a the very nice brigade article is on what me. will make America great again. So who wrote what? Uh, a good friend of mine uh, wrote a... Uh, Entrepreneurial article on me for a uh, project. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, you don't know him. He's a, a good friend, and uh, you know I met him a few years ago, and um, you know, and he called me a very nice guy and a very humble. So he wrote a very nice, uh, nice article. Oh, wow! Uh, for an, uh, for a project he had to do at school. So I thought that was really nice. I could, uh, you know, no, yeah, share we that with share you. that. Yeah, well, yeah, can we read it and make fun of it? Yeah, we can read yeah. it, and make fun of there it. Sure, go, go ahead. All right, let's, let's do some North Dakota news as we always do. Bismarck, North Dakota Department of Health received 19 applications from entities seeking to become licensed medical marijuana dispensaries in two of the state's largest metro areas. Uh, the department's medical marijuana director said Thursday that he had received 11 applications for the Fargo region and eight for the Bismarck area. They plan to select the dispensaries around September 21st, so it's already happened. They hope to have all eight dispensaries operational by mid-2019. Voters first legalized medical marijuana in 2016, but lawmakers edited what they saw as flaws in the legislation last year. Any thoughts on medical marijuana? Yeah, in so uh, interesting news here. Um, you know, once again, Dino is the man in the know in, yeah. fire, uh, in fireworks and also in uh, gossip around Fargo. If he's not the cause of gossip, he actually knows some of the new gossip, you know. So right. He's kind of like a promoter of gossip, I guess you'd call him. Right. So anyways, uh, shocking news is uh, one of our restaurants that we never get to go to because they close too early and I choose to work too late uh, is the only Greek and Italian mixed restaurant we have in uh, North Dakota called Santa Lucia, mm -hmm. which is right next to that famous bar of ours called The Box where we yeah, go yeah, on yeah, yeah. Wednesday. So anyways, Santa Lucia sold out uh, for about a million and a half dollars, I understand, uh, to a guy that is hoping this law gets passed because he wants to use that restaurant as one of his dispensaries because uh -huh. you have to be a freestanding building. You can't be by any schools. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Santa Lucia is, uh, you know, next to a bar. It's a freestanding building, and it's right off the highway. So he thought this was the rare opportunity to seize the moment. A dispensary. And uh, I give him uh, credit because he's, you know, spending a lot of money and doesn't even know if it's, Going to get passed or not? So oh wow! Yeah. So you can have, yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. Good thing Dino isn't a pothead, or he'd be. Oh my! Well, hey, you know things happen. You never <laughs> know. We're willing you know, to learn. Were, yeah, <laughs> he's willing to learn. He'll get some right. legal help, maybe. This is also from the West Pi West Fargo Pioneer, North Dakota County, sixty miles of border with Canada. After additional federal funding was announced Friday, August twenty fourth, they're going to get some more patrols, but. You know, you're not North Dakota is not bordering Mexico, but the new special equipped four wheel four wheel drive vehicles also being ordered thanks to federal aid. So you're going to see some four wheel drive vehicles uh, to help from Homeland Security uh, in Fargo. They haven't arrested any persons trying to illegally cross the border, but they have met or made several cooperative drug arrests within the border patrol. So there you go. North well, Dakota from what doing I, their duty. well, here's what uh, the reason they're doing this, Ron, is because um, uh, President Trump. Uh, you know, has been proposing um, a, you know, a wall up in, in Mexico. So what we feel will be the influx of that now are, uh, you know, the United States can have a war, a, a wall against Mexico and Canada is open anyone. So we feel right. that these people will be jumping into North Dakota to get away from their loose government without oh, them okay. having a wall 
uh, you know, the Mexicans may go, have to go to Canada, and that drives Canadians crazy, which will bring them onto our side. So we may have to build a wall in Canada. You're going to build a wall around the whole country. <laughs> That's It might huge, have to happen because Trump, everyone is jumping. They all want to swim in our pool. <laughs> I thought this was funny, too. West Fargo Pioneer. Surprise, North Dakota winter expected to be cold. You bet. Really? You. What Keeping else up is with new? tradition, AccuWeather predicts North Dakota will have a cold winter. Shocking. Yeah, real shocking. Okay, so get this. Good news is. El Nino. The return of El Nino weather pattern will influence winter weather throughout the country though it won't produce anything out of the ordinary for central landlocked North Dakota. The report predicts the cold will start with a whisper and end in a shout with the most bitter temperatures arriving later in the season. January and February are expected to see a dramatic drop in degrees. Okay, so what? Uh, here's the good news Somebody and the bad news. Somebody got paid to do that, right? No, here's the good news and the bad news. Is What's the good news? I've been after Dino to get the concrete poured. Uh, to connect the two buildings because, you right. know, the tires are picking up rocks. They're and putting they them all over done, things. Then. So we've been trying to get it poured. But of course, there's containers coming in. There's trucks going over it. We can't have no trucks for a week. So we, we're trying to get this done. And, you know, and once again, we procrastinated a little bit, not much. But the good news is on Thursday, we are getting the concrete started to be okay. poured. Okay. The bad news is tomorrow it's we're expecting be. six inches of snow nice. in North Dakota. <laughs> it's 82 <laughs> degrees here and there's six inches of snow coming tomorrow to North Dakota. If it weren't for bad luck, Dino would have no luck at all. <laughs> that poor you. guy, man. He's got nothing. All right, so here's a little goofy news. You know, Japan, these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see this before? Yeah, I know you have paid money to advertise in the back of a chair. You could pay money and it's about $90 American Japanese company sells advertising space on women's armpits. So we can put a Star Fire or Fireworks Brigade logo right on this lady's armpit. She can walk around, you know, holding the thing in the train or I, whatever. I'd rather look at that than a woman's hairy armpit, which I have a problem with. That since, you know, in this country. Is there a we, lot of that in Japan? Yeah, well, Japan and China uh, and India. But, you know, we don't see that a lot here. So it is shocking to me. So, yeah, if they're going to do some advertising and get rid of hair, I'm all in favor. All right. Japanese, another one, another Japanese. Japanese. Uh, worldofbuzz.com Japanese fried chicken shop creates sweat sauce netizens confused AF so Japan is a land of weird for sure uh, recently they announced a fried chicken called Ten- Tenka Toramasu unveiled their latest creation which features the sweat of woman this uh, news people reported with about six branches open it's best known for their chicken karaje aka boneless chunks of chicken thigh meat fried to perfection another specialty that they offer is a massive variety of sauces such as wasabi mayonnaise sweet chili cheese curry and japanese plum they've added a new brand and bizarre flavor to gauge the flavored to their range of sauces girl sweat of course the flavor isn't made from just any random girl sweat tenka tomasu wanted to ensure the sweat sauce tasted just like the refreshing sweat of young ladies who are working hard to become successful idol singers I'm thinking we we can we can we can promote some you know Dino sweat well, sauce some some smegma from Dino. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's uh, shows me that you have to go all the way to Japan to see a woman sweat because I don't really see too many women oh, sweating that's, around that's, here. Oh, that's oh, you take, <laughs> don't take it there. In total, there are seventeen came seventeen girls in Cayman Joshi. Uh, Will the consistency of the sweat toss taste so many different because there are so many different girls? I, if you want to read about it, go to worldofbuzz.com. That just seems wrong that there's a sweat. Would you Would you try a sweat sauce? I'm flavor? having a hard time with buffalo wings. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you order the most complicated. I'm, Parme- I'm Parmesan garlic. I mean, I'm Parmesan garlic all the way. I'm from the family roots. 
of Italy. I'm going with the Parmesan garlic. <laughs> I'm not trying some vinegar-based buffalo hot sauce to make me sweat. No, not going to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, what, what, a, what a pretty casket here. You know who that is? It's Aretha Franklin. Yeah, so what would Johnny do? And we've talked about this before. I don't think we've talked about it on a podcast. I know. So... Uh, Frank, uh, the first day she wore a bright crimson. This is we're talking about Aretha Franklin's funeral. She wore a bright crimson of Delta Sigma Theta, the sorority which she was an honorary sister. Her dress was T-length, made of fabric chiffon or five-inch shoes, Christian Louboutin. Uh, the visitors lined up, uh, blah, 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 the magnitude. Um, their schedule, uh, five hours. The ritual was spectacularly organized. And that was like just the first day. She had like five outfit changes. They changed her outfit like five times. It's, in the casket. It, well, yeah, every day because it was more than one day, and they moved her around. And I'm sure it says it here somewhere, and I'm just missing it, and I didn't. I should have highlighted it, but I didn't. So, and I know you've talked about this. You know, you you know, you always talk about how you want your 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 funeral and stuff. But I mean, would you go to this length where you have like all these all these costume changes and stuff? I mean, obviously, this was her wishes to have costume changes and things like that. Would you go to that level and require a costume change? Like one day we see you in a you know, I don't know. You're, no. You're, um, yeah, I don't. I guess if I was uh, someone famous and I was such a I mean, you know, obviously I struggle with fashion every day, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have enough outfits for my two days, uh, which I want to be waked for two days because I want people to have the pain and suffering of seeing me for two days like <laughs> I had to see them all these years. But here's what I here's what I do want to see, though. What? Because once again, my little brain picks up stuff that, you know, the average male doesn't pick up, you know. Um, if you notice, her legs are crossed okay. in the picture, which yeah. is something new. But you know what's really new is because we never get to see. You never get to see the legs. We never get to see the legs. So now, being seeing this, I do want my whole body shown in the casket. Mm-hmm. And I do want, you know, they say, oh, it's just a shirt and a suit tie and he's naked underneath. I don't want to be naked underneath. You want I, your pants on. I want my pants on. I want my, I want my nice, you know, shoes. I, you know, I, like I've ding, become. Your ding sling. Uh, yeah, I've become a shoe. Under Armour's? I've become Under-armors. a shoe guy. So now I, I, I want my shoes. And, uh, yeah, I want to be laid out for two days. Um, you know, gold is a little bit excessive. I don't need that. I, I still prefer a, a, a wooden casket if you're still around to uh, see this. But, you know. But I do want to be waked like that, full. Yeah, open you want all a full, up. full, full body. Yeah, I didn't give up these carbs back here to, you know. No, I want to be seen. The ceremony was streamed worldwide. Um, yeah, it, she just had all these costume changes, and I, I know just, you're fascinated sometimes with the, with those, with the, with the, yes. uh, the whole. Um, well, I'm I'm fascinated with, uh, with people's wishes, and you know what I find a, a humorous is uh, not humorous but i just uh, have a real big problem with you going to these uh wakes mm-hmm. and then there are no wakes now there's yeah. memorial services and then the family says no no that's what my you know mom or dad wanted we really don't know what your right. mom or dad wanted right. you're telling us what your mom or dad wanted is it has anything to do with the fifteen twenty thousand dollars <laughs> that you might have to come up with a, your inheritance <laughs> yeah right like i told my dad i don't care what your wishes are dad i know what you're gonna get <laughs> so <laughs> it, yeah it doesn't matter his I, wishes. I don't care yeah. dad what your wishes yeah. are okay one yeah. one more what would johnny do and i know this one is you know you don't have a kid but you can appreciate this one 
deadbeat son finally starts to move out of parents' home. This is in Syracuse, New York. A 30-year-old upstate man who lost a court battle to keep living in his parents' suburban Syracuse home began hauling his junk out in anticipation of a Friday deadline to vacate the premises. The unemployed near Dewell was seen schlepping boxes and with his belongings along with a strange collection of heavy equipment such as a welding table and taking it to a nearby storage locker. This guy said, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm ready. He told the Post when asked how he felt about being invicted, evicted in the impending eviction day. So uh, this guy showed some procrastination, though, uh, during the court-ordered move which his parents first requested in writing earlier in the year. Imagine if you have a kid and you have to request in writing that he gets out. He even paused to move out for a while to strap on a helmet and take off his take off on his yellow bike, his long black ponytail flowing in the breeze. This guy was how old did I say? 30-something? 30 years old. Yeah, I'm running an errand right now, he said. His messy bedroom included a box of Pop-Tarts, 4C iced tea, a bag of peanut M&Ms, and a, junk of, and a jug of pork rinds. My dad's in the basement, so don't be too loud, he warned. You're on borrowed time as it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, uh, he said he was diagnosed in two. Now he says he was diagnosed in 2000, 2007 with schizophrenia, but doesn't take medication. He believes he could be on the autism spectrum as well. Uh, the county Supreme Court judge ordered him to leave his parents' home following a fam, family spat that became a full-blown court battle. He's been co- coasting rent-free at his parents' house for the past eight years, prompting the desperate couple to send him a series of typed eviction letters. Since losing in court, he's been on speaking terms. He hasn't been on speaking terms with his parents. Uh, the mom and dad filed for vis- visitation rights for this guy's eight-year-old son, whom he lost in custody in September. What would you do if you had a thirty-year-old son who wouldn't live out? Would you evict him? Um, well, I know one thing: I wouldn't have to send him any eviction letters. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> when I tell you to get out, you're getting out. And if you don't want to, if you don't think you're getting out, trust me, you're getting out. Uh, you know, yeah. that goes for my own renters. So anyways, um, basically, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, okay, first of all, you know how I am a clean freak. Right. Uh, when I, when you read me the story about pork rinds and this other stuff, Pop-tarts and Pop-tarts and M&M's. in his bedroom, you know, what took him 30 years? Oh, well. See, as an eight-year-old, he should have been corrected. Then a ten, a yeah, twelve, right, right. and um, I don't know how old his parents are, but if they would have raised him to be neat and orderly his whole life, they might—it might have been a godsend that he's there at thirty years old to take care of them or help them do things. Right. But obviously, this guy's just a bumbling idiot who can't do mm. anything on his own. Um, you know, hence the reason why he's got a messy room. Right. So right, now right. it took his parents thirty years to finally say, "Wow, this kid's beyond help. Let's get rid of him." <laughs> right. So I guess in their case, they should have eviction letters because they kind of let them get away with it for 30 years. What's you blame the parents? Well, the kid says, what's changed? I, I've been this way my whole life. Get right, used right, to pork right, rinds. Right, right, right. So, There's a doorbell again. Uh, get, the, get the doorbell. Check or treat. There you uh, go. There you go. Scary little rugrats. Okay. So, yes. All right. Last one. And this one I got from, and we just talked to him earlier today, our buddy Smokey Paul, mm, my okay. ex-roommate. And he wanted to know how you'd feel about this. It's from uh, carfile.com. 16 cars considered chick cars. Nice. Look what's on the list. Number 16. Mazda Miata. Yes. Yes. And you have a Miata. So his email to me is, guys, I love your podcast. I think you guys are great. I listen to you all the time. I love the fireworks stuff. Keep it up with all the parody songs. 
One question, though. I know Johnny Starr drives a Miata. What are his thoughts on this list of 16 chick cars? Would he think of getting rid of his Miata because of the negative implications? Well, um, now, you know, so many years later, I sometimes when I drive that car, I feel like it is um, maybe not the... It just doesn't look as... Uh, well, I'm not going to say it doesn't look as manly, but I just... It, it's not as cool to be seen in that car as it was years ago when it was brand new. Obviously, right. yeah, of course, yeah. like yeah. any other car. It is a bit of a legacy yes. type car. But, um, so, no, I would not get rid of my chick car because I've always thought that car to be a chick magnet. I think that's why it's called a chick car, number no, one. No, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay, well, that's just the way I think. All right. And then, uh, second of all, in response to that, if uh, last week, uh, which I don't watch, I don't make it a habit of watching, but Jay Leno's Garage, which I've, actually yeah. I watched it for the, about the third time, and it was actually pretty good. I like that show. But they did three cars, and ironically, we had two of them, and I'm trying to think what the third one was. I what can't do you mean remember. We right had now. two of them. Well, uh, they did a uh, 1992 Mazda Miata. Mm hmm. Oh, yes, and they did a Mustang convertible, mm, like oh, I used one to have. Yes, yeah. it, was, uh, mm -hmm. it was a later year. No, you had a 93 or... Uh, I think it was in the 80s. Yeah. You had, like, the 80s, blue one was an yeah. 80s. So they did one like that, yeah. which you had. Yeah, yeah. And then they also did a uh, Mercedes-Benz SLK, like the black one I took because mm -hmm. of non-payment for fireworks. You remember I was driving that right, nice right, car right, right, all right. summer long, so they had that same exact car. And it said, which one will give you the most return on your investment? Uh, so they had these three cars, and they voted on them, and uh, they gave you the original price and what it would sell today, and which one gave you the most return on your investment. And Mazda Miata was the number one. You, you made more money on your return investment by selling the Mazda Miata today really? than you did on the Mustang or the SLK. So it's a good investment is what you're saying. So it worked out to be a good investment, but the key is that was in 1992. And if anybody knows anything about car collecting, you either want the first one or the last one. When you had the first and one. And I got the first one. So, no, yes. And uh, so, Paulie, I'm not getting rid of my Miata. And, no. uh, and it's been a chick magnet, although, you know, uh, my you know old and battered looks have... You know, the, the car suffers with me. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the other cars on this list? Do they they you surprised by these? A smart car? A smart car is a Versa, uh, well, yeah, a Sonic, Yaris, a Rio, Elantra, Accent, Civic, Corolla, Aveo, Forte, Jetta, Soul, Sonic. It's funny because I I Sonic was on there. Too. I Fiesta. got the Miata. I had the Corolla. I love a Jetta. Yeah, well, uh, you just like two. Well, but your other car is not a very nice car. Yeah, so I mean, um, and that car, uh, you know, does wonders for my looks. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. car is almost like a fountain boat with big engines, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. non, the non, uh, the non Miata. Yeah. So, well, that's all I got. Anything? You know what? Next, um, next episode, if we want to do one, we could do it in Cabo. I'm a little concerned about my dad and your dad being in Cabo together. My, dad, oh, my dad's hard to get along with. I think it'll be fun. My dad's easy to get along. Just uh, drop him off at the bar and go wherever you want to go. So as long as he gets to where yeah, he's got to no, go, true. you know. Yeah, my dad, I and, don't know uh, what he does. He's, yeah. He just, just wants a bug. Well, we, we kind of know what your dad does. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe yeah. maybe I drop, you know, maybe I'll tell you what I think you could do. Drop your dad off. At I think you off. could. I think you should be the driver. Okay. I think you drop my dad off. at a ski. Well, you drop my dad off at a skina. 
uh, I'll just walk from there. You take your dad where he likes to go, and then you and Paulina can go wherever you want to go. There you go. We're just going to hang out. We'll never see each other. <laughs> well, well, we'll meet by the pool in the morning. Well, it's a happy Halloween, everybody. It's been a good episode, and um, we will do another one at the end of November from uh, Casa Star. Yeah, sounds good. All right. See you there. Later. All righty.